Hello, friends. You're listening to the Lincolnite Podcast with me, Ronnie Byrne. If you're listening on a podcast provider, please leave us a review and remember to hit subscribe. But if you find yourself listening on the Lincolnite website, you can find the links to your preferred podcast provider at the bottom of the page. Are you sitting comfortably? We're about to go on a journey together. ASMR, friends, that that you just heard was ASMR. ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Merriam-Webster defines it as the tingly feeling that travels from the head downward that some people experience in response to certain sounds, feelings, or descriptions. These can include soft whispering, crinkling paper, or a gentle touch. Lincolnshire has its own ASM artist in the form of Lizzie Lestrange. Now, Lizzie has racked up combined views on her YouTube channel of nearly 6 million. She combines her love of cosplay, videography, cinematography, and of course, ASMR into her work. She's only been at it for about a year, maybe coming up to two years, but she's built up one hell of a following in the community. She's also a dressmaker, an artist, a prop maker, a Twitch streamer, and a newly found podcast host. She's got it all going on right now. Lizzie is a dear dear friend i've wanted her on this show for a while we could have spoken for an hour or two easily asmr and the like it's a fascinating world that i know nothing about so as always i learned a lot friends lizzie lestrange (laughs) i love that lizzie lestrange how are you doing today Hello, I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? Thanks for having me. No, no, thank you for coming on. I'm very well myself. Thank you for asking. So, Lizzie, for anyone that doesn't know, what is ASMR? So, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, which Mm. that's kind of as far as it goes (laughs) with me understanding (laughs) it. (laughs) It's a great start. That's all I can give you. (laughs) Yeah, um, it essentially... Um, it, it helps people with anxiety, it helps people sleep. Um, it's the sounds of, you know, quiet sounds, very relaxing sounds. It could be tapping, it could be speech. Hmm. It could even be slow, gentle movements, you know, in front of a camera, that kind of thing. It could even be the sound of the kettle boiling in the kitchen. Hmm. Something that relaxes you, something that makes you feel comfortable. If you're anxious, it helps calm you down. Um, it's a very positive, nice thing. It could even be a form of therapy. Um, so it's very, it's a very positive thing. So yours is like, yours is like it. mainly whispering. Yours is kind of the hello kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Which is ironic for me because I'm actually a loud person, <laughs> very loud and excitable person. So I have to get into the zone before I do ASMR. Mm. Um, I have to like calm myself down even. And sometimes to prep, I will actually watch ASMR to get into the speed of it because you have to talk slowly um, Mm. in some styles of ASMR. Although others can be actually really chaotic. They can be very fast paced and, you know, sort of um, fast movement and speech and like tapping on things or whatever. Um, Mm. I personally don't find that relaxing. I find it stressful. I was going to say, that's not going to calm you down. It's going to hype you up. No, exactly. Do they they whisper those? Do they whisper the slow, uh, the fast ones? Yes, it's still whispered, which is confusing to me. That's haunting. (laughs) It's like it's like aggressively nice. That's how I would describe it. Aggressively, like oh, you're gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm really sorry you had a bad day. It's kind of like that, and it scares me a little bit. That would freak me out so. That would give me, as the French would call it, a panic attack. That that is harrowing. Yeah, it is harrowing. 
but you don't do that stuff. You do the nice, slow stuff. You do the stuff yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> I should be doing that because of how loud and fast talking I am, mm. but I don't. I do more of the, I mean, how I came into it, more of the sort of traditional, if I was to put a word on it, more of the traditional, slow, relaxing ASMR. Like when I was a kid, I used to listen to cassette tapes. Mm. And, you know, Stephen Fry, I think, did one where he yeah. talks yeah. about, I think it's from his book Mythos or something, talks about mythology. And it's just calm, slow, like Morgan Freeman, for example. He's got mm. a good ASMR voice. He's very slow talking, deep voice. It's yeah. like very comforting. Um, yeah, and it is the comforting thing, isn't it? Like I've got that. Um, I've got that calm app. I'm a. I'm a fool. I pay. I pay fifteen a month for that, and it's just. Ooh. I know. Just. Just for Ooh. this woman called Tamara to every single night go. <laughs> we're going to do some breathing exercises. It's like, yes, we are tomorrow. Yes, we are. You're going to put me to sleep. So how did, when we met you, if I remember correctly, you were working at the collection when we met. Am I right in thinking Um, that? I think, yes, I was. One of the Mm. heritage sites. Maybe Museum of Nature Life as well. You, you were doing bits shout at, out to them. <laughs> shout out to them. Great guys. You, you were doing yeah. bits at the Rogue Saint as well. I know that. That's kind of how our paths crossed because I too yeah. was working at the Rogue Saint. I think we just missed each other when we were working there. Yes. Another another yeah, great bar. Hopefully something comes of that soon. Jez, yeah. if you're listening, yeah. make it happen. How <laughs> did you get into doing ASMR from these very normal people jobs to become a content creator? Yeah. So I listen to ASMR I've been listening to ASMR since I was young I guess to be honest since I really discovered YouTube um but it wasn't called ASMR then it was just uh oh very low volume video or like oh um quiet I don't know sketchbook making or whatever there Mm. was this one girl who used to make sketchbooks of stuff she would like make collages things like that of her travels And she had a naturally really soft voice. Mm. It was a very quiet environment. And I I would watch those because I had anxiety. I still do. I had it really bad as a kid. So I would watch that to like calm down and things. And, you know, even like cartoons, like Spongebob or whatever, that Mm. can have like an ASMR aspect to it if it's comforting to you. Um, So anyway, so I've been a fan of it and watched it for a long time. How I actually got into it was during lockdown. So uh, working in Heritage, obviously, is with the public. So um, during lockdown, the sites had closed. Um, And I thought, well, I've been cosplaying for many years now, dressing up as different characters and doing makeup and creative stuff. I kind of thought maybe I'll combine the two and see what happens. I never went into it thinking it will be my job. I just Mm. needed something to do. I'm one of those really high-functioning people that always need something to do, a new hobby and things. So I'm sure a lot of people can relate that actually losing my job for a bit was really stressful, actually, and a bit maddening. It was really hard just to be literally locked in. Mm. Um, so I needed something to do, quite honestly. And I thought, you know what, ASMR's great. It helps me. I want to help other people because it's a very anxiety-inducing time during lockdown. Yeah, I thought, for sure. ASMR's for sure. helping me. I'm not doing anything right now. I want to do it. <clears throat> so I got a camera. I got a microphone. Um, kind of hashed a set together and um, 
my but ironically my first video I was so shy I didn't talk and I didn't show my face I was just like tapping on objects and like right. making different sounds and then I was like this is not good enough because even I don't like listening to this <laughs> so I was like I was like I need to talk now which means I'm gonna have to show my face and funnily enough my audience is predominantly american mm. and people were actually commenting wow love that accent Ooh, like i love oh. your voice and i, th- <laughs> <laughs> and I thought oh that's amazing because i actually don't like my own voice i think mm. it's tiresome and annoying but um <laughs> but, these, <laughs> but these people loved it and i thought wow this is very confidence boosting i guess i'll just talk from now on mm. and it just grew it just grew and grew and grew to a point where um, it's become so involved that now it's my full-time job. Mm. I'm very grateful for that as well. And um, it's nice that it does help people. So the intended purpose still remains is that it's an outlet for me, but it also helps people as well. So it was basically because you were already doing cosplay, you saw a way to expand that into ASMR, basically. Yeah, most definitely. Um I've been doing cosplay for years, as I said, and not a lot of people saw it. Like I'd Mm. post it on Facebook and Instagram. Um, And that came from my love of movies and games, you know, pop culture stuff. Yeah. So going into YouTube, I had an arsenal of costumes and props already. So I had a good start really in terms of the content. The content was easy because I had such a backlog of stuff. Mm. Um, But it was very hard to produce though, because I had no um, experience in working with audio or film, just photography at this point. So I've learned a lot about filming and editing um, because you have to do it all yourself. Whenever you start something, you have to try things out. You have to spend a lot of money on equipment, for example. So it was an investment as well because having a decent camera can go a long way. It's not everything, but like I watch channels that just use their phone and they've got a little microphone they plug into their phone, you know, and they're good too. So they're what we call lo-fi because it's um, not like got a fancy camera, a fancy microphone. It's not super, super um, Mm. intense, we'll say. Um, But I wanted to create something a little bit more cinematic because that's just my style. It's by no means Netflix standard, (laughs) Um, but uh, I like where it's at now. It mm. took a while to get to this. But. Yeah, I was I was having a watch of them. I've I've obviously seen your videos before. We've been friends for years. But I was having a watch of them, just do some research this morning, just to sort of get a feel from And some of them are up to nearly a quarter of a million views. Did you ever anticipate <laughs> them blowing to the moon like they have? No, and it actually gave me anxiety really bad. <laughs> I kind of thought, oh, it's going good. Wait, it's going good. Oh, no. <laughs> I kind of thought, oh, everyone can see these... Mm. Um, but actually someone sent me a photo of a football stadium mm. and it had 50,000 people in it. I think it was a football stadium, like an American football stadium. Yeah, yeah. And they said, this is how many people are subscribed to your channel. And I was like, wow. When it's put into perspective like that, when you get a visual, you Scary. just kind of think, oof, yeah. We yeah. are at this point nearing the 100,000. Um, but at that point, 
even then it just blew my mind when i got my first thousand i was like oh wow Are these subscribers you mean yeah sorry yeah. subscribers yeah. yeah these subscribers views are on average like i'm hitting a hundred thousand more often now per video sometimes it will just miss the mark um that could be due to algorithm or due to it not being on trend we'll say so Mm. it's quite a it's kind of strategic when you post videos you have to take into account what's popular what title's popular what style is popular so at the moment there's a trend in um, role-playing um, a student at the back of the classroom. I don't know why. I don't know how this took off or where it came from. Um, but a lot of people are pretending to be, like, in the classroom and then, like, playing with your hair or something. But that is a real-life scenario. It's it's happened to me. I've done it, you know. Um, it seems to be a commonly liked thing. I think because it's realistic, people like yeah. it. And those trends just come out of nowhere. They do. One person does it and it takes off. And you can never fully work out who started it usually Mm. because there are so many ASM artists now. Um, But there's a lot of really big channels. And I think sometimes it's them. Sometimes they will pave the way for what video is popular. Mm. So, yeah. I remember reading an article, I think it was around around September of 2020, when we were sort of half coming out of the first lockdown. I, I can't remember who put it up. It might have been The Guardian or The Independent, someone like that. And it was um, searches for COVID porn on Google had, had gone through <laughs> the roof because it was like, it's topical. It's what everyone wants to see right now. I, don't, yeah. I never really understood how that would work. But yeah, it's crazy that these things just come and then everyone goes, yeah, we're jumping on that ship. And that's kind of what you have to yeah. do to stay on top of stay on top of trends yeah absolutely uh when i started asmr i had no idea what i was doing or what i was going to do or what direction i was going to take but i always thought well i've got loads of costumes loads of props this is my thing so Mm. at least i had that consistency there um but since i have started it i now do characters that aren't from movies or games i will make them up so might do a pirate, you know, I might do like a student in the back of the class. Um, it could be, it could be like an ice cream stall seller or something. Right. Like it could literally be anything. And I don't always know what it's going to be until the day of filming. Whereas before I would have to plan weeks in advance. So it's become more streamlined over time. So it kind of well. works on levels. It's not just about the, hey, how are you? But it's also, there's an element of acting and writing about it as well. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Most Mm. definitely. And it's also being consistent with ideas as well, which is really hard. Um, I naturally have always been a bit of a drama queen, I think, although I was never, (laughs) (laughs) I was never good at drama at school. I, I didn't go to school very long at all, but Mm. when I did go, I remember that I think for one year I did, um, secondary school. Um, Mm there was a drama class and I was so shy and I was very awkward and I thought, oh my gosh. And I love movies. My movie knowledge, I'm quite confident in, but I just couldn't do it. And I think doing ASMR gave me that confidence I needed to be a drama queen, not just in my house, but outside of the home too. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, it, it gave me confidence to sit down in front of the camera and do any character on the spot, go, no script, 
um, make it up now. You know, mm. I, I never used to be able to do that. And now I do it twice. I do it four times a week. I do it four times a week. So, so you're pushing out four videos a week then? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So two, two, for, two for YouTube and two for the platforms other platforms yeah. well this is something i wanted to ask about the other platforms so again we've known each yeah. other for a long time and yeah y- you know and i remember once you said I- i'd never go down that only fans route I- i'd never do that that i don't know yeah. i don't know what the deal is with that website so yeah. you started a non-nude exactly. only fans yeah yeah what's the yeah, what's yeah. the deal with that because people hear the word only fans and they think mm. yeah whatever whatever the person listens to this now whatever you're thinking of the word only fans yeah that's what people think you yeah, have i thought that too as did i as did yeah. I, as, as we all yeah. did. We're only human. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> you started a non-nude, non-sexual OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I realised looking into it more. So I had a Patreon. I don't know if many people know what that is. It's mm. very similar. All OnlyFans is, is this is the stigma. It's all about the stigma that comes with it. It's a great platform for posting content that mm. you want people to subscribe to and support you exclusively. Um, so Patreon did not work out for me. It was very hard to upload there. And I really, really struggled with it. The interface and everything was just a struggle. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to look into OnlyFans. I got recommended it. And I think, mm. you know what? Let's not be judgy just yet. Let's actually see for, from, you know, see for myself. And it's very easy to upload videos, which is predominantly what I do on there. It was very easy to get feedback from people, very easy to message. And also there's a lot of features on there that can support you, like tips, things like that. Mm. Things that Patreon and other platforms don't have or didn't have at the time when I was starting it. So I thought to myself, this is actually great. And I can't believe I didn't do this sooner. Um, people can just tip you for no reason on there. You don't always have to produce something for them to tip you. They might just be like, hey, I've been a fan. Buying props and materials is expensive. Here's a tip. And they can tip whatever they would like. Um, And it's just, it's been a a huge turnaround for me. I have been able to do content creation full time, not just because of YouTube, but actually because of OnlyFans as well. So... Mm. Because it is expensive, doing ASMR is expensive. Um, I'm absolutely fine giving figures. So my microphones are over a hundred pounds. Yeah. I have I have two different types as well. So um, the interface I use over a hundred pounds. My computer that I used to edit over two grand. My camera <sighs> over two grand. My lens almost a thousand pounds. So it's starting to add up. Yeah, so for sure. The reason and I've then when you throw like, costumes into this as well, like you <laughs> yeah, said, that's yeah. not even that's not even the costumes. Yeah, so the tech <laughs> the tech is expensive. The editing software I use four hundred pounds. Hmm. Um, my keyboard eighty quid. You know, my mouse forty. Like, yeah. yes, you don't have to get really expensive mouse and keyboard, but if you want to do other things like streaming, you do because it has keys on it that you can can integrate with that platform makes it a lot easier for you Hmm. so it's all expensive photoshop's expensive lighting equipment is expensive i spent over i spent hundreds on lighting um there's a there's a particular light bulb that changes color it's 50 quid for one bulb one single light bulb yeah goodness Um, me and it's very technical because you need to buy things that are compatible so only certain light bulbs will work with 
the camera quality. Right. So if you get some cheap colored lights, you're going to get banding right across your entire face when you do ASMR. So you need to put <laughs> money into it to get decent ones. So it sounds like a lot of expense for bougie stuff. Mm. But sadly, with technology, it needs to be bougie for it to work. If you're buying cheap stuff, it's not going to be good quality and people are going to pick up on that. So, so you say it's not Netflix quality. It sounds it like. <laughs> to be to be honest, <laughs> the camera I have was advertised as Netflix quality. It specifically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't shoot trailers just yet, but I would love to go into something like that. And do you um, produce all of this yourself? Is this just all yes. you? I'm a one woman band. Yeah. So I that's so wild because this is something I was going to mention with the OnlyFans. Like, I'm giving a major yeah. amount of credit where it's due here to take a platform predominantly known for adult content and turn it into something pure to give <laughs> followers of your work exclusive content that that's that's some savvy mindedness but mm. that isn't the only Thank thing you, you do much. like the asmr and the only fans and the cosplay aren't the only things you do you have more things not even in the pipeline just that you do anyway <laughs> yeah yeah so streaming is one thing so mm. every saturday i play dungeons and dragons which is a role-playing game <laughs> which a nerd, i love bro yeah this was a I nerd peaked. podcast <laughs> <laughs> you know it's that is again role-playing so i'll mm. wear a wig i'll be in character and it is the most fun the people i play with are amazing it's a great bonding experience too i play with people that live in the states so we're not all from the uk mm. and that's another thing that asmr has brought me is connections to people that don't live in this country yeah i have friends all across the world now that i have gone to see and that i do hang out with um but yeah, other things I do is D&D every Saturday on Twitch live. Um, I have my own merch store, like apparel. I designed everything myself. I do the graphics myself. I do, um, I write the font for the name of the store. I literally do everything. Um, because I feel like if you want to be successful, you kind of have to, because it's expensive to pay other people to do it, mm. <laughs> unless unless you become so big that you can do that. Um, mm. I also have a shop where I make all my mystical kind of items, like um, crystals, runes. I sell my artwork on there, so I'm an artist as well, and I sell my artwork. And I think it really is like, it's more than a full-time job. It's a lifestyle. It's all the time. Mm. I get emails from companies wanting to um, help me promote their work. So I'm constantly answering emails. So I guess to, to like <laughs> kind of <laughs> sum it up, like I'm a makeup artist, I'm a videographer, a photographer, um, a business owner, a promoter, an artist, I do my own taxes. I'm basically a secretary, you know, and how to old myself. Twenty four. Get away. That is preposterous. <laughs> and it all comes from being a nerd from a young age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a dressmaker. One of the most important ones I forgot is I make costumes, which is really hard and expensive in itself. Um, and props. I can make anything. So yeah. Where the hell do you get your time? <laughs> I know. Like honestly, I don't sleep. Ironically, I help <laughs> other people sleep, but in doing that, I don't do it myself. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, I totally get but that. But it also comes from just passion and enjoying it. And you know, like I've had a lot of 
um, corporate jobs, we'll say. Mm. I mean, I do work for YouTube, so that in itself is corporate. It's just a bit more freeing. Um, well, it is. You can do whatever you want, essentially, apart, but within their guidelines. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, but it's not to say I haven't loved doing other jobs at all. Like we mentioned earlier, I worked in Heritage, and I still love the people I work with. I love the job. I love customer-based roles. Mm. And sometimes it does get lonely doing content because it's just you and your camera and your computer. Hmm. So you you kind of don't have as you don't have as much of a social life even. You think you might, but but you kind of don't. Um, you know, I could still go out on the weekends or whatever I want to do. But content's one of those things where you get what you put into it, and if right. you are very current and you stick to a routine you're more likely to be successful and it seems maybe random at times when i post and things but it's really not it's very strategic you have to be on the mark you have to upload a certain amount of videos a week otherwise the algorithm will forget you you have to hit those trends so you have to do research it's very business orientated Mm. and it sounds quite cold but the reason i'm doing it and trying to be successful is so i can keep doing it because it's at a point where you can't keep doing it unless you're earning money from it. Because if you do a full-time job, it's very difficult to do all this as well. So I did have a a full-time job um, pretty much in Heritage before I did this. And I was still doing this. And it's absolutely just knackering, to be honest. Yeah, I would work a full day and come home and film and get dressed up and do makeup and do the lighting and everything. And I'd be done at like one in the morning or two in the morning and I'd have to go to work again the next morning. Yeah. Hmm. But that's what I had to do to be able to do it for a full-time job. I had to put the hours in and it's not easy at all. And sometimes I don't want to show my face. I want to look like garbage and just sit in my sweatpants. (laughs) You know, I don't want to look nice. I want to be ugly (laughs) and not presentable. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, on the outside, it might look like, oh, she just dresses up. No, no, it is so much. It's so much all the time, all the time. And it's the connections you make. I have made connections with other businesses that Mm. will greatly help my channel. And you have to be constantly on it. You have to answer emails promptly. You have to answer commissions promptly, message requests promptly, collaborations promptly. You have to constantly be at it. Yeah. for it to work but like they say find a job you'll love you never work a day yeah. in your life yeah exactly and i do say that all the time <laughs> when people ask me it's so true it's so true 100 percent, lizzie lestrange mm-hmm. i'm going to give you the opportunity to plug whatever you want to plug the woman with a thousand businesses pick them <laughs> go the floor is yours thank you so <laughs> i'm lizzie lestrange on instagram i'm lizard lestrange on twitter because somebody stole my name which i kind of love it now youtube lizzie lestrange asmr um, if you are interested in the OnlyFans content, it's Lizzie Lestrange on there. Basically, Lizzie Lestrange on everything. I've coined it apart from Twitter. <laughs> that is wild. Like, normally people just go, yeah, no, so this is my website. That would be cool. You're like, right, YouTube. I'm talking Twitch. I'm talking OnlyFans. Yeah. You want some runes and crystals? I got some runes and crystals for you. I love it. Absolutely, Absolutely. love it. <laughs> Lizzie Lestrange, thank you ever so much for your time today. Good luck with Thanks everything so in the future. And I hope everything keeps growing as it should. 
Thank you so much. It's Thank been a you. pleasure. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. And you. <laughs> Lizzie Lestrange there, friends. What a great chat. You can find Lizzie's work by searching for Lizzie Lestrange anywhere online, and you can find her YouTube channel by searching for Lizzie Lestrange ASMR. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lincolnite Podcast. Remember to share, review, and subscribe. I've been Ronnie Byrne, and we'll catch you next time.